0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Uh, Tyler Wilson, let's go to the Hodges Glass, Little Rock Glass uh, hotline and talk with him now. Good morning, Tyler. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good morning. I know it's, I know it's
0: a tough morning for, for all of us that,
1: that uh, played or were teammates and, and even the state as a whole. is. We've got so many good memories about Ryan, but obviously a tough morning and thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, you know, I played back in the, you know, I played 40 years ago, and I've started losing some of my teammates over the course of the last 10, 15 years, and it's tough. Uh, but but to be at your, y'all's age and, uh, you know, to be so young and to lose a guy that young and, and somebody that you obviously played the same position with, I know it was a major gut punch. You know, guys, there's the, uh,
1: you know, I, I was thinking last night, and it's amazing how many phone calls and texts I got as, you know, a lot of people knew our, our relationship and just our, our time together as quarterbacks in the same room. Uh, you know, Garrett McGee and I uh, spoke via text last night or talked, and, and uh, you know, Jake Beckett, I know, was on this morning. Jake and I talked, and Travis Swanson, who was center for both of us. You know, a lot of times, you know, the quarterbacks and the centers are, are really close. And and so you know, Nile Davis reached out. So, you know, it's it's you see the impact of, you know, regardless of, of the skill, uh, you see the impact people ha- have on your life. And, uh, you know, I view Mallet. We were very different in a lot of ways, uh, night and day in and, and, and many ways. But we chased the same goals. We had the same pressures. We, we shared the fraternity of being a quarterback together at the University of Arkansas. And, and we're a part of, you know, that 21-5 and 5 run in the Trino era. And that bonds you for life. You know, and and uh, regardless of whether you go separate ways at, at the end of the at the end of the game, uh, you have so many similarities and probably more similarities than you than you ever even
2: realized. Tyler, well, what do you recall? You, Tyler, recall, you Tyler, mentioned you, y'all's relationship. You mentioned y'all's relationship. What what was y'all's relationship? Had a curiosity. You know, this is it, it's interesting
1: uh, dynamic for sure. I would say. Uh, there's probably a storyline and you see this a lot in the, the uh, Bill Walsh days of, of the San Francisco 49ers where you had, you had Joe Montana and you had Steve Young and uh, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, in a competitive atmosphere and environment in a quarterback room, there's only one quarterback that runs out there and uh, you know, he probably had some stubbornness in me that wanted to be out there and, and be playing, uh, but was also a, a teammate, but we drove each other every day. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget, uh, you know, probably a day that, that probably meant more to me than meant more to Ryan uh, was, was at Auburn against Cam Newton. And, you know, Cam was the, the, the front runner of the Heisman Trophy and, and Ryan was competing against him. His name was, 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 was up there and, and this would have been 2010, and and honestly, the winner of that game would have been not only the teams would have, have been favored yep. to win the SEC championship, but, but probably also the Heisman Trophy winner would have come out of that game and eventually became Cam Newton. But you know, he came in at, at, at the halftime and and uh, just before halftime, he'd gotten injured, and they uh, notified him that he wasn't going to go back in. And I think you can tell a lot about the heart of a person how they react when. Uh, that circumstance certainly wasn't wasn't the way he wanted it to go, and he wanted to lead that team, and he wanted uh, for a lot of personal reasons to be out there on the field. But he looked me in the eye and he gave me a high five and said, "Go get him, man!" And then he came out on the field and was on the sideline and and supported me and supported our team, and in a way that you know you have limitations on being the sidelines, but as big of an impact as he could have made, he made that day as a supporter and a cheerleader to, to our team and, and my efforts, uh, regardless of, of that competitive nature that I mentioned.
2: That was a great game. I, I'll never forget one of the first uh, passes of that game uh, that you made, if I'm not mistaken, or one of the most iconic is uh, – I forget who was on the call, uh, but uh, it might have been Lundquist. I I don't know, but uh, the, you threw Bird one Lundquist, in the to Joe game. Adams – yeah, you you threw one over the middle to uh, Joe Adams uh, for a touchdown, and he goes on a frozen rope, and uh, and uh, Gary Danielson made the made the comment. Golly, everybody in the country wants a backup quarterback like this, right? here Who can make that throw? Yeah. Well,
1: well, guys, I know that you know, and, and certainly today's not about me. It's about uh, honoring Ryan and and what what uh, you know. I I think again, back to just our dynamic in the room is, is, you know, I, I I had the opportunity and, and, uh, uh, the, I guess the, the honor of, of, you know, pushing him and him pushing me. And, and sometimes, you know, the big brother, uh, big brother isn't like as much as, uh, uh, you know, some he's a little tougher on you and, and, uh, sometimes you have different opinions and different views and, and you don't realize the impact someone has on you until you can't call them anymore. And, um, uh, you know, I think that, you know, I didn't know how, was, uh, how to react for the first hour or so last night. And then it hit me. And, uh, when that guy is the guy that you, you get up every morning to beat out. And that guy's the guy you get up every morning to push a little harder. And, uh, uh, you know, in a competitive nature, not not as a teammate, but you're you're hoping he overthrows the receiver in practice so you can throw one right behind him on the money. And uh, and and I think when you when you realize how much that guy meant to you, because you know how much he he pushed you every single day. And I would I would say, regardless of the difference, he would probably say the same thing about me. And uh, we had that kind of relationship, and I'm I'm thankful that that he he maximized and pushed my potential as a player and and my time at arkansas
0: we're visiting with tyler wilson uh by the way tyler you know that that half against uh auburn 332 yards 25 of 34 uh that was one you know even though it was a loss it was one of the great shootouts uh for the for the Razorback in, in the lore especially when you have Cam Newton on the other side I, I did want to ask us we're going to have Coach Petrino on a little bit later um he obviously could be hard on quarterbacks Cam still is hard on quarterbacks mm. uh is is how did you how did you and Mallett together did you guys obviously you had a, a quarterbacks coach as you've already mentioned but did, did you guys work together dealing with the mental pressure and the, the pressure that Petrino would would put on you Uh, i think
1: you know and i also mentioned just some of the same goals and the pressures that that pressure uh we both endured together you know we we knew the the requirements and the obligations and and i would say petrino used used the two of us against each other (laughs) in many ways to, (laughs) to, to, to fuel that so you know he would say well you know ryan if if uh you can't get it done tyler will and and then, you know, vice versa. Uh, Tyler, if you can't get it done, Ryan will. And, uh, you know, so I think, you know, Petrino probably stirred a little bit of that or created some of that and, and liked it that right. way. Um, but right. I, I would I would say that, you know, Petrino was uh, – Brian had a closer relationship to Coach Petrino than I did. Uh, uh, he was in his office more, I'll just say that. Uh, you know, I, I was uh, – I think Petrino maybe talked to me about two or three times during my my time at Arkansas, but, <laughs> but uh, they, they spoke weekly. So I was I was envious of that relationship that they had, and I, I can I can honestly say with with the uh, with the late nights that they had, and the and and you know all the private conversations that they had, and maybe you know getting kicked out of practice or whatever it is, or not showing up on time or whatever the. The, the issue might have been where you know they had they had uh, friction. I will I will say without question, and and uh, Petrino probably would back me up with, with saying this. Uh, Petrino enjoyed coaching Ryan Mallett as much as any any quarterback he ever ever coached, and uh, probably would have Ryan up there on the top of the list.
0: Yeah, he alluded to that in his tweet. Um... That he said was one of the most the the toughest competitors he'd ever coached. So you're right, and we'll we'll get to have him on a little bit later and see if he reflects on that. The one other point I wanted to bring up to 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 us, you know, having played up there too, Tyler, you know, the position of quarterback in the state of Arkansas for the Razorbacks is a. Is the most high-profile thing that you can do for Razorback. You got five guys in the, on the basketball court, and you know you got the you know uh, plenty of baseball players, and you got uh, uh, soccer and all that. But when you're the quarterback at the University of Arkansas, tremendous spotlight, tremendous pressure. How did you see him handle that? Um, I know, for example, one of my quarterbacks, Brad Taylor, uh, he was a gregarious guy, a lot of fun. He'd go out with James Sheebest drinking on Thursday nights, and I would always say, you do whatever you want to do, uh, BT. This is long Saturday you get the job done, and he would always come back and deliver. Just what about him as a as a leader in the state and that quarterback position and the pressure that comes with that? You're a witness of, of him uh, dealing with all that. You, you know, there's,
1: there's, uh, there's not – many places to hide in the state of Arkansas if if, uh they can recognize who you are and especially when you're six I think they listed him at six six in the in the uh in the book but he's he's closer to six seven six eight and when you're when you're that big and that noticeable there's no place to hide man and and um you know I I know that I could I was a little bit you know, everyone thinks I'm five eleven when I stand next to Brian mallet. And <laughs> one of the one of the things that I remember in my first photo shoot at, at Arkansas was they had us stand back to back. You know, and it, it looked like I was a seventh grader and he was, uh, you know, he was. Uh, well,
2: welcome uh, to my a, a Tyler gone, With so. anybody ever. And,
1: uh, <laughs> so for the rest, everybody's like, "Well, how big that Tyler Wilson guy?" And they think I'm five ten, but. uh, but you know, there's no more to hide, and so I think he always had that pressure and that uh, sense of man, where do, where do I go to, to? To you know, there's just not many people that that uh, have you know that obligation and that pressure, and and uh, you know, he, I think as a result, it, it shapes who you are and and uh, what you do and and your hobbies and and uh, all of those things, and and you had John on talking about. You know the similarities that that him and Mallett had together, uh, and I think you know John, in a lot of ways, they, they I would say Ryan Mallett's the John Bailey of Arkansas football, and uh, you know I think their relationship uh, probably matured because of of those commonalities and and uh, you know the the celebrity of of being uh, who you are as the quarterback at Arkansas, that uh, I think they probably shared some of those uh, same obligations and. And uh, uh, who they are and how they became friends.
0: Now, uh, Mallett still holds a single-season record passing for the Razorbacks: thirty-eight hundred sixty-nine yards, thirty-two touchdown passes. That's all in two thousand ten. Uh, but you come back and you break the career record that he has, and his touchdown record. You you threw uh, no Brandon Allen actually threw sixty-four to his sixty-two, but you've uh, uh, you've got the total at seven thousand seven hundred sixty-five. Was because you were with him, you know, I didn't know if anybody would break that. But you turn around and break that. Was that something because you guys had been close that you cared about? Was that important? Did you guys, you know, get, you know, gig each other a little bit on that? or just just sort of go unspoken.
1: Well, you know, I, I think uh, I think he maybe sent me a text the, the year after. You know, I asked I asked Ryan. Um, I said, "Man, why'd you leave early?" We, you know, and we is uh, there. You know, he said well, I think obviously he wanted to make a few dollars and, and uh, the whole goal is you know as a, as a kid playing ball you want you love the backs but you want to play professional football and and he had that opportunity so I said well you know why, why didn't you stay around for one more year and, and we were a little bit beleaguered at the offensive line my senior year or my, my junior year which would have been his senior year and he said, man I, I don't know if I could have stood in the pocket much longer. <laughs> um, and uh, so you look at my ju my, my junior year when when after he left, and uh, I think I got a text from him after the Texas A and M game, which was um, you know the shootout down in yeah. down in uh, Arlington, and uh, it was against uh, Texas A and M, and we I think I threw for 500 yards in that game, and he said, "Well, man, if I if I would have played in that offense, I would have I would have threw for a thousand yards of that game." And, and there's some proof, there's some truth to that because. Uh, you know he he was he was the prototype uh, for how I think Katrina wanted to play offense, and that's to get at the line of scrimmage. He was he was more football savvy than I was uh, at the line making decisions. Uh, and you know as a result, uh, you know when I became the quarterback, we we had to morph and change it in offense. And uh, you know my strength was in shotgun and and and. Throwing the ball to a bunch of really good receivers, we had, but he was more run play action and throw deep. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, Patrino, Patrino, that was his prototype of what he wanted to do. So, you know, I think again back to the Petrino thought that that would have been the the quarterback that I think he he in his mind wanted his system to be was uh, was Malik's uh, uh, prototype. But I, I unfortunately for for personal reasons, I benefited from from slinging it around a little bit more because we had to uh, in my time. But uh, I think that's probably probably envious from his perspective. Tyler, you got to fill it more than I did. Uh, there's probably some truth to
0: that. Well, Tyler, man, listen, we appreciate you jumping on. No, it's not easy. And, you know, I talked to some of your teammates and they just didn't feel like talking yet. And, and uh, so we appreciate you sharing. You did really some good stuff. And, you know, we were talking earlier. It just uh, – you know when these kind of things happen, it just makes you look around. And say, man, we, we gotta we gotta love our buddies that that are with us and appreciate the good times that we're having. And uh, also, too, it reminds me of of you know it's it's what you do off the field too. It's not always that that two hours or three hours on Saturday that you remember. It's it's the. Stuff, eating in the, the dorm, dorms or going out and doing this or a text here and there that, like you said, you can't text anybody anymore that they're not there. So just a reminder, it's a tragedy, and um, we're all sick to our stomach, and I know you guys even more so because you guys were teammates, especially you. I mean, obviously nobody was around any more than you from a practice standpoint and a competition standpoint. So really appreciate you jumping on, Tyler. And I, know, I know it wasn't easy, but we appreciate your time and insight
1: thank you guys and I know he means uh, so much to the state of Arkansas and, and a lot of people whether they know him or not they felt like they know, knew him and right. he, uh, he, he's impactful to this state and gave so many people so many great memories and uh, you know it's hard to talk about but it's also uh, it's also a joy to talk about and honoring what he what he meant and, and the impact he made on so many lives. And that's what we're here doing and celebrating. And, uh, you know, I, I wish the best for, for all his close friends and family and obviously us, us as teammates to, to cherish the life we do live uh, here and uh, celebrate each other and understand how much we all mean to each other. And thanks for having me on uh, this morning, guys. And and uh, I'll always miss 1-5. All
0: right, buddy. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a, have a, have a good day. Appreciate being with us. Thank you,